Hello and welcome to the Anti-Football Podcast. My name is Chris and always I am joined by Harry. Uh, we are recording this on the 23rd of December, so that's two days before Christmas. You getting into the Christmas spirit, Harry? No. Oh, you fucking screwed. <laughs> yeah. I mean, fuck me. I don't know why, but this year I'm feeling a bit more festive than I usually do. Like... Why? I don't know why. I think I'm just listening to more Christmas songs, to be honest with you. That that's it, just music. I I don't I don't know what it is. I just feel you know like a bit more excited about it. I don't know why. Mm, yeah, I'm Scrooge when it comes to Christmas. Yeah, yeah you're not looking forward to Link's Africa set. Yeah, why do we why do we always get that at that time of year? I've no idea. I mean, don't get me wrong, sometimes deodorant's fucking expensive, like, I'm grateful for it, but I don't know why Lynx Africa is the adopted, like, default gift. Yeah, and it's that particular scent, what the hell? Yeah, exactly. yeah great start to the football podcast there. Yeah, it's only a minute and a half in, I mean, most people have already thought, what the fuck is this, and switched off, so we'll just be talking to ourselves now, um... But yeah, uh, I mean, it's more interesting than some games like that we've got to talk about. I mean, yeah. je- Jesus Christ! Like, I mean, we would start off with that Arsenal Everton game, but can you think of anything to say about it besides it was so boring? Uh, I wish there was a garden nearby. Jesus Christ! Jesus, yeah. But I mean, God, I mean. It was one of the worst football games, like, of the decade, definitely. Late contender. Absolutely, yeah. What a way to end off 2019, fam. Jeez. Exactly, yeah. Like, end it with a bang. Um, I mean, Ancelotti and Arteta were both there, and they must have been thinking, Jesus Christ, what have we got ourselves into here? Like, a lot of work for both of them, isn't there? Yeah. I think Arteta's got more work ahead of him, to be honest. Arsenal oh, was shocking. Yeah, I mean, I, I I don't know, to be honest with you. I mean, because obviously, Ancelotti will probably have more money to spend than mm-hmm. um, Arteta will. Um, but, I mean, if you look at like the quality of the sides, then Ancelotti, it, Everton just aren't as good a team as Arsenal. I mean... At least in my opinion, anyway. No, but um, expectations for Arsenal are significantly higher. Well, yeah, but I mean, I guess he'd sort of have the um, the Frank Lampard effect, where in his first season it won't really matter where he finishes because he's going to be given time. Um, whereas Ancelotti, I think, will probably be more likely to be expecting instant impact. Yeah. I mean, there's no transfer ban. For Arsenal, like they were at, was it Chelsea? It's just Arsenal just don't have, aren't given the funds to the managers. Exactly, yeah. But I still feel like he'll be given um, more time because I mean Arsenal—they're not exactly one to um, like a Chelsea. They're not, they're not like that. They're 
will tend to stick with the managers. Obviously, Wenger was there for about 84 years. Um, and, I mean, even with Unai, they left it quite a bit before sacking him. I mean, they could have easily sacked him first season at uh, the end of it. And I think that's probably what Abramovich would have done personally. I mean, we saw it with Sarri. I just, I just don't think it's the managers. I really don't. I mean, we've touched on this before, but yeah. They can only do so much at end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you look at that Arsenal team. I mean, Everton, at least they're showing a bit of fire under Duncan Ferguson. But I mean, if you look at that Arsenal team, they're just not showing any passion for that shirt. Like, the only one who was showing any sort semblance of passion, like, is absolutely hated by Arsenal fans because he told them to fuck off. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's ironic. It's yeah. pretty much how Bamiang FC, but when you've got a bunch of inexperienced players behind him, he can only do so much. Exactly, yeah. I mean, a striker's only as good as the players behind him. Like, if he's not getting the support like from the midfield and from the wide men, like what? What's he meant to do? Yeah, I mean, I looked at that team and I thought Everton were gonna probably smash them. To be honest, mm, yeah. Well, I mean, they're in a bit of good form. Were um, Everton, whereas Arsenal weren't really. Um, but I mean, yeah, it's just. I mean, man for man, like the Arsenal team's probably a little bit better. But I mean, you look at some of the players in that Arsenal team. You look at the likes of Nelson, likes of Smith Rowe, likes of Saka. Like they're giving the youth a chance, which I mean is credible. I mean Frank Lampard and Chelsea have been given a lot of credit for it, and rightly so. But I mean Arsenal's um, not exactly been talked about in the same way. Um, but I do, I do like the fact that they're giving the youth a chance. But it's just the fact that the youth's not good enough. Like there's no Tammy Abrahams, there's no Mason Mounts. There's no um, tomorrow. It's like there's no one who's on that level ready for that first team. The only one who I'd argue is maybe Nelson. Um, but I mean, even Nelson, like to be playing ahead of a seventy-two million pound Nicholas Pepe, not so sure. I think when you spend that sort of money, you, no matter how bad they're playing, you've still got to ride that out. Exactly. Yeah. Seventy-two million. Yeah. Mm. And I mean, we know he's a good player. Like he showed that in Lille that he's a good player, and he's like, it's just he's not, it's just not clicked somewhere. I mean, I think I feel like it's a combination of um, I, I I don't know. I think it's just a combination of he's not living up to the hype. Um, whether he's moving over to England, I don't know how well he speaks English. Um, but I mean, there's a huge difference in like intensity between like the French league and the English league. Like, I just feel like it's, he's just struggling to adapt. Because we know he's a good player. And, I mean, we've seen when he plays in Europa League, he plays far better than he does in Premier League. Yeah, because he's playing lesser opposition. I mean, his two goals in Premier League came against West Ham and Villa. He tends to go missing in the big games. Yeah, I know. But, I mean, even if you look at... Um, I mean, Arsenal, they've played, you know, the likes of Watford. They've played the likes of Southampton. They've played Norwich. Like... They've played smaller games, and he still hasn't turned up. You know what I mean? Like, I I just think it's because of the actual intensity of the Premier League. I just think he's struggled to adapt. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, but um, not really much to say about the actual game, though, is there? Like, no, shocking. Uh, 
Yeah. Um, so if we move on to some three o'clock games, I mean, there's not really gluttony of goals. Where do you want to go first? Um, let's go to the biggest scorer. Let's go to uh, Villa Saints. Yeah, all right. Uh, Danny Ings is on fire, isn't he? Well, mm-hmm. I mean, this this is going to be a controversial statement, but I I think Danny Ings should definitely be in that England team. Like, can can you name me a reason why he's in over Cal, why Callum Wilson's in over Danny Ings? Like, Danny Ings should definitely be in that England team for me. Yeah, I agree. I mean, Wilson, he's probably he's got less than half the goals than Ings, and he plays for arguably a bigger side. Yeah, I just mean, like, even some of the stuff off the ball that you see from Ings, like, some of the stuff what doesn't exactly get highlighted, like, his movement off the ball is, like, it's really good. And, I mean, to be able to keep out, I mean, don't get me wrong, like, Che Adams hasn't exactly set the world alight, but, I mean, to be able to keep out some a player of that quality, like, it says a lot about him. Yeah, Che Adams has been a bit crappy this season. Mm, yeah. I don't know, some players just struggle with the step up from the championship and I feel like he could be one of them um, where the championship is his level. Because, um, I mean, we saw for Birmingham, what was it, like over 20 goals last season. So, I mean, he's obviously a good player. Um, but, I mean, I feel like that the championship probably was his level. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, seems so. Um, John McGinn had to be forced off, I think. Mm. It was confirmed he's got a fractured am- ankle. Yeah, he's out for something like three months. So, I mean, mm-hmm. that's a big loss for Villa. I mean, he's one of their key players, is um, McGinn. And, I mean, the signing... Was it Nakamba who came on for him? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's not exactly um, set the world like. I know last um, podcast, the one we did with Mags, we were talking about, um, like, when you buy players from leagues outside of the top five leagues, you're definitely taking a gamble. Um, and I'm not really sure that gamble paid off for Nakamba. I, I don't know exactly how much he cost, um, but I mean, he's not exactly set the world alight. I don't think. Um. Well, the thing is, you only really stand out in the prem when you're playing for the less sides if you score goals, and he's not a goal scorer. Yeah. But I mean, he's not exactly. Um. First name on the team sheet is if a, a struggle a struggling Villa side, like no. it's not it's not like he's um I don't know the Joe Allen or someone for a Stoke or whatever like I'm just trying to think of lesser players who haven't been highlighted like someone like a Ashley Westwood or something it's not like he's one of them like he's not a regular in that Villa side. Oh, he's played eleven games, but yeah, when you got the likes of um. John McGinn, who's probably one of the best players of the season. Yeah, it's very hard to force yourself on the team. I mean, oh. Douglas Louise as well, and yeah. Conor Horahan. I really like that Douglas Louise. Like, mm-hmm. I, I rate him. I thought it was going to be a bit of a flop, having never played in the Premier League, mm. and City just selling him for the sake of the money. But uh, he's proved me wrong. Yeah. He is a decent little player. Um, and again, Wesley, we were talking about him last podcast. I mean, another game in the Prem without a goal. Like, he's not been worth money, has it? How much did I pay for him? Uh, I think it were around about like 15 million. 
I could be completely wrong, but I think it was around about that. Twenty-two million, Jesus Christ! That's how much they paid for him. Really? Yeah, definitely not worth the money. No, I mean if you you're getting just four goals from him. Exactly. Yeah. That works out at. It's uh, about five and a half million a goal. Yeah, that is bad. Yeah, you're always taking on risk, signing players from the Belgian league. Um, that Trezeguet who came on, I I think he's been pretty decent. Yeah, I think he's he's all right. I mean, um, he doesn't play like David Trezeguet like people have said. But, um, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's, he's all right. Um. But I mean, to be honest with you, I think it just shows the difference. This game, especially, shows the difference between like what shrewd business can do, like compared to you know not so shrewd business. Because like Villa, they spent a lot of money. They spent almost hundred million pounds or something um, in the summer. Um, and Southampton, they, they didn't spend too much. I think. Well, they I didn't said, spend anything because they sold their players. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. Like, I mean. Brought in Ings for like twenty million, um, and it just shows the difference between Danny Ings and Wesley. Brought in for a similar amount of money, um, Ings is joint second top scorer in the league at the moment, and Wesley's got four goals. Like, hmm. I don't know whether Ings is going to make the jump to mid table side. No, I feel like this is sort of Danny Ings' level because I mean, when we saw him got to Liverpool, I think it was probably too big a jump. And it was it was really unlucky with injuries as well, because I mean from the day Jurgen Klopp came in that he was done because he was out injured like so Klopp were never going to give him a chance, but it was probably too big a jump. Um, but I mean if you think about him for like a West Ham or something, he probably could do there, but I feel like he'd probably be better off staying at a club at a level like a Southampton. Hmm. I mean Saints are only ten points off fifth. Mm. Yeah, well, I mean, this league, this league's been really tight, though. Um, yeah, because Liverpool season. running away with it. Yeah, exactly. Um, Jack Stevens also got a goal. Yeah, I mean, don't get many, but I mean, is is a decent little centre back, is Stevens. Um, and I mean, Southampton, they're not they don't exactly have the best defence. Um, and I feel like that is probably well, no, they don't. They're annoying, but. Because it's going forward, they've got some really good players, you know, like say, Ings, Redmond, like even Shane Long, and then in midfield they've got players like Hoyerberg, got like Ward Prowse, like they've got some good players. Um, but I just feel like in defence, not exactly. Um, that is definitely in their weak spot. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I mean, even when they were playing like five at the back earlier on this season, like you could tell that somewhat were up. Yeah, they just rely on uh, academy too much, which I've said before, and signing players from these weird leagues like Bednarek. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong, you can get some good bargains, um, but I mean, you can also get a lot of flops. Um. Mm. I mean, the best player to come out of the Polish league is probably Lewandowski. Mm. Yeah. Well, not probably. It almost definitely is. Because like, <laughs> yeah. he's 
one of the top strikers in the world at the moment. Like, I mean, he's, he's up there with you know your Agueros and your Canes. Like, mm. I mean, I'm I'm not going to get into a debate right now about who's better, but I mean, he's definitely he's very close. Definitely, I mean, you could you'd put him up there with the likes of um, Didier Drogba, you know. Like, or at least I would, anyway. And, like, you're on reason in terms of, like, that quality centre-forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was, a, like, a really good Polish players in, like, the 17s, but I can't remember the name. Yeah, I mean, I'm afraid that were a little bit before my time. Um, yeah. Yeah, same with me. Oh, that was it, Boniek. He's really good. All right. But Lewandowski, yeah. I think... Dortmund got him from Lech Poznan, and he would have gone to uh, Blackburn, but at the time there was. Well, he saw it was a shithole, so he didn't. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Do you remember the um, the volcano, and all the flights had to be grounded? Oh yeah, with the ash cloud. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. That's why he didn't go. So instead, oh, he went to right. Dortmund. Didn't know that. Yeah. Because I remember um, the stories of. Um, Blackburn all were this close to signing um, Zidane, uh, but they said, "Why would we sign Zidane? Because we've got Tim Sherwood." <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's lots of stories about players who almost signed the clubs but then didn't. I mean, I remember we um, almost signed Michael Essien, um, but we didn't because we offered him a page a wage of eighty quid a week. <laughs> 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 and I mean, obviously, he wisely turned that down. <laughs> Wait, we got him from Marseille, so where were you trying to get him from? Oh, this was like as a youngster. Oh, okay. <laughs> that is, that is woeful. Um, I think there was a story about Ribery almost went to Chelsea. I mean, we'll get into a certain player who almost went to Spurs later, but, um... Yeah. Yeah. Aye. Yeah, we'll be getting into that. Um, but, yeah, um, not much to say about the Villa-Southampton game, not much else. Uh, but we move on, then? Yeah. Yeah, um... Don't know. We'll, we'll go down in terms of goals now. We'll go to a three-goal thriller. Um, got up Wolves Norwich game. Um, Wolves looked decent, but they didn't look exactly up to the standard that they have done this season. No, there's a um, Norwich are stepping it up a bit now. Mm. Well, they have to, don't they? Yeah. Um, they've only got. 12, well, you've got 12 points after this game. Um, Todd Cantwell getting the goal. I mean, he's probably the player of the season because mm. Pookie went on this really hot streak and now some in some games he can't hit a barn door. Yeah. He's a farm player, isn't he? Mm. So, yeah, I'd have to go Cantwell. Um, maybe he's in... Player that could leave. Mm. Yeah, I think if Norwich do get relegated, I feel like twenty-one years old. I feel like he could have a sort of similar career trajectory as sort of like James Madison, who left like who left Norwich. 
I feel like he could go to like a Leicester or a Wolves or somewhere like that um, and do well for him because I mean he's young, he's only a young footballer, he's twenty one, like, and he could really develop into a quality player. Yeah, I mean he's definitely got the tools to score. Um, five goals for a relegation candidate. It it does really remind me of Madison, like. I mean, I know, obviously, you're getting the parallels because it's a young attacking midfielder from Norwich. Um, but, I mean, he, just in the way that he plays, like, the way he can dictate the play, and the way he gets forward, like, he does remind me of sort of like Madison when he was at Norwich. Mm. Yeah. Mm. But, I mean, I just think it's, for Norwich, it's just that defence, really, what's letting them down. I mean, they've got a pissing, like, Bastard reject, like uh, we've got Sam Byram. Remember him? Um, like it, it's just not a good defense at the end of the day. And I mean, I know they've been unlucky with injuries, Norwich. Um, and it would be, it wouldn't be right to solely blame uh, the defense. I mean, the injuries obviously have played a part, but I mean, I just feel like that defense. It's not a Premier League quality defense. Well, their owners have only got thirty million between them, so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't get me wrong. Like, I mean, but surely they should be spending a little bit of that on bloody uh, defense. I mean, you'd think the the money that they got for winning the championship, like, yeah, and TV money and that. Exactly. Yeah, I feel like instead of investing that in buying pissing like Dermic or something, who they got from Frankfurt or whatever, or getting like Tim Krul or whatever, like they would have been better buying a quality centre half. Because at the end of the day, when you're down there, like in the Premier League, when you're down in a relegation scrap, a good defence is a lot more important than a good attack. Yeah. Yeah, it's all about uh, damage control. Yeah. Um, I think they got that Dermot on a free from Gladbach. But yeah. yeah is he not... injured or something? Because he's not even making the bench now. Yeah, he's injured, yeah. Yeah, because he was a good player as well. Right. Um, they got Fairman, who was, he's only played one game for him, and years ago he used to be considered up there with Neuer. Yeah, I remember, he went to World Cup, didn't he, with Germany, I think? Mm-hmm. Obviously, he wouldn't get a game, because Neuer's, I mean, the the Germany side now, he wouldn't even get into. Oh, no, definitely not. I mean, you've got the keepers like Testegen, like, who's, for my money, best keeper in the world, and then you've got, like... You know, obviously, still got Neuer, who's still up there. Like, yeah, no, he won't get into that team. You, you, you think um, Ter Stegen's the best keeper? For I'd me, say, yeah, I do. I say Old Black. Mm, good shout, yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah, just Wolves came one from behind. That Roman Saiz got a goal. Mm. Um, he's he looks really good. It's just. He can be really, really dirty. He's got nine yellow cards this season. Yeah, and exactly. Um, and then Raul Jimenez scoring, who's been um, incredible for them. Yeah. I mean, how much did he cost? Because I know originally he was only on loan from Benfica, but he made it permanent during summer, I think. Because, like, I mean, he's... He's played really well for Wolves. Like he's class striker. Right. Uh, so that 
34.2 million. Fucking hell, Jesus. <laughs> but it seems like every club spends money apart from Burnley. Like, no, but um, it, to be honest with you, he is probably worth around about that. Because for, for that sort of money, you're not going to get that a better striker in the Premier League for that sort of money, really. Like, for that level. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's quality. And in the Europa League, he's amazing there as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, Wolves, was it Espanyol who they got? Um, yeah. Yeah, so you think that they should be progressing against Espanyol. I mean, the what? Like, they're not exactly a top team in the league. I mean, the down in the bottom of the league. I think are they? If I read, if I remember rightly. Yeah, they are. Yeah, uh, they've got as many goals as Watford do. Jesus, like, <laughs> so they should be winning that easily. Wolves, like, yeah. I mean, I to be honest with you, Neil got through their group. To be honest, yeah. I mean, to be honest with you, like. Wolves could be dark horses to go on and win it. Like, obviously, yeah, it, obviously, it depends how the draw works out. I mean, in the next round, they could get into Milan or Ajax. Like, but I mean, they've got a really good team, the Wolves. Yeah. And it'd be really good to see. Um, I mean, obviously, we're on about at the beginning of the season, the gulf between the top six and the rest. It'd be really good to see two teams outside of that top six make Champions League football next season. Mm-hmm. I'd probably say Jimenez is probably the second best um, Mexican player right now behind um, Herven Lozano. I thought you were going to say Carlos Vela there and I was about to <clears throat> have a go. Because he's been linked with Barcelona, isn't he? Yeah. Like, didn't... It was there before, wasn't it, Vela, if I remember right? Yeah, it was in La Liga, yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, he, he plays in a farmer's league. Like, and, yeah. I mean, he's not exactly a youngster. Like, I mean, we've, we saw over the weekend, like, that was Almiron's first goal for Newcastle, and he's been there a year. Like, <laughs> it just shows that a big fish over there, there are a lot of big fishes in small ponds. But Europe's an ocean, like, and I mean, he probably wouldn't even make that bench. Like, players like Fatty would probably get in ahead of him. Oh yeah, I mean, he was a sociedad, and they didn't even want him. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, just, I mean, Ibrahimovic did piss about over there as well, and then he went to United, and he did really well. But he's top class. And you have players like uh, Josie Altidore, who was absolutely dreadful at Sunderland. Yeah, he was. <laughs> I don't even think he scored for him. No, he didn't. No, exactly. He was shocking. Yeah, and and then he's ripping teams apart for Toronto. Like, um, we signed Matt Miazga from there. He's crap. Uh, I can't say whether he is or not because I've never heard of him. So. What, Matt Miazga? Yeah. Uh, we signed him about three seasons ago, and he's not even... I, I think he played once for us. Ah, right. So, more than most youngsters get at Chelsea, to be fair to him. I mean, yeah. do you remember Van Ginkle? Do you remember him? He's still on our books. Somehow. Is he actually? 
Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> how long has he been there for? He'll have been there for about 20 years or somewhere. I don't know. I don't know how he's clearing it on. Uh. What is his contract? Yeah, he, he must have, like, nude pictures of Abramovich or somewhere. Like... He's been here since 2013. What the fuck? Jesus Christ. And I mean, has he even played? I don't remember he's, him playing. He's played two games, apparently. He's played two games remember. in six seasons. <laughs> Jeez. That, that's one game every three seasons. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's that that's what you get for stockpiling all your bloody youngsters. Like, yeah, good thing it FIFA intervened. Exactly, yeah. Um, uh, should we go on to... Oh, there's two one-nils. Uh, yeah, I mean, we, we've diverted his attention from um, Norwich and Wolves. We'll move on. <laughs> should we go to the Burnley game? I go on, we'll go to the Burnley game. I mean, it wasn't exactly one-foot neutral. Um, I think it set a record low for amount of shots um, during the game. Um yeah, I mean, for if you're a neutral fan watching that, you would be absolutely mortified. It was a terrible game, but with our only shot on target, we won, and that just shows the difference between us and Bournemouth. Like Eddie Howe likes to play this expansive, bloody like passing possession-based football, which is all well and good if it works, but it doesn't work. Or it didn't work here anyway. Like whereas us, we get stuck in, we bloody um, dig his heels in, and at the end of the day, we left with three points. And these are the sort of games we should be winning, and we did at the end of the day. Like, and I mean, also, I'll just point out, Billing should have been sent off. Uh, I don't recall that incident. Uh, where he elbowed Barnes. Oh and yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, pissing somewhat you'd see an octagon, but he spinning elbow. Yeah, I mean, he, I don't know how the hell he didn't even get a single like a booking or anything from it. Exactly. Uh, I mean, now you're above Arsenal, which is yeah, but I mean that's sort of like the minimum expectation, really. What to be above course. Arsenal? Yeah. Aye. <laughs> uh, no, um, I mean, yeah. top half. I mean, that's a really good season for us at end up there. Like, yeah, only four points off fifth. Yeah, exactly. Because like, at the end of the day, every season, because we're not rich, we're going to be fighting relegation. But, I mean, it just seems like, I mean, we're nine points clear of the drop. I don't want to say it too soon. But, I mean, you'd think there will be three teams worse than us, right? I'm just, I'm just looking at, from Bournemouth down, those teams are awful. I mean, Everton looked to be on the up and up, sort of. So even then, that's five teams worse than you. Mm. And oh my God, if Arsenal play like they did against Everton, then you'll be comfortably ahead of them. Yeah. Well, I mean, Arteta's an unknown quality, isn't it? Um, but I mean, I just feel like... Because, I mean, if you compare it to this time last season... We had something like 11 points at this point. Like, I mean, obviously... Jesus, you'd be bottom of the league at this point. Yeah, well, we were bottom of the league back then. Like, Oh. Yeah, it it were... Um, I mean, Uddersfield were above us, for Christ's sake. Like, I mean, obviously, 
it was just because um, Europa League took us out of it. We were knackered and we just didn't have the squad like Wolves do. Um, but yeah, like there was something not right. I mean, like like I said, when bloody Uddersfield are above us, I mean, I'm sorry, Rob, if you're listening, but I mean, Jesus, like, <laughs> it's, it, that's not good. Um, but second half of the season, we've managed to turn it round and I feel like we're sort of carrying that momentum into this season. I mean, I'm not expecting a top half finish. I don't think many Burnley fans are. Um, but I mean, I feel like this will sort of be where, where in about we do finish around like twelfth, thirteenth. Because I mean, even if you look at a team like a Brighton or a Palace, like you'd think we'd be finishing above them. Hmm. Maybe not Brighton. I I don't know because Brighton Brighton are a funny team. They can go one or two ways. Like, I mean. On one hand, like you can see when they're getting a good result against like an Arsenal or they're playing well against like a Liverpool or whatever, they're getting they're beating Spurs three you know? mm-hmm. But then on the other hand, when the the day like losing one 0 to Sheffield United, like are a good side, Sheffield United. Don't get me wrong, I'm not saying they're not, but like they're fifth. Yeah, I know. Don't get me wrong. Like yeah. they're having an unbelievable season. Like. And we got absolutely slapped by them. But, like, and then you see, like, they're losing to Villa. Like, they can't beat Newcastle. Like, they're losing to Southampton. Like, they're, they're a funny team. Like, they can go either way, Brighton. So, and I mean, and they've got a tough... just looking at your loss. They're, they're expected. You lost to Arsenal, uh, Liverpool, Palace, City, and Spurs. Mm. Oh, and Chelsea yeah. as well. Yeah, I swear we've lost. We've lost more than that. I think we've lost about eight or something. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. We lost to Arsenal. We lost to Liverpool. Um, lost to Leicester. Lost to Chelsea. Lost to Sheffield. Lost to Palace. Lost to Man City and lost to Spurs. So that's eight. I mean, apart from what the fuck? Yeah. One, two. Well, whilst you recount, I mean, apart yeah, from, it is eight. <coughs> apart from maybe Palace at home, yeah. Apart from maybe Palace at home, like you, you'd probably you won't really expect us to get much from any of those games, like. And I mean, you look at like when we are playing the teams like you know your Norwich, your Southampton, your Newcastle at home, like we're beating them, and like even away games, like. Because at the end of the day, if we go to Brighton and we get a draw, or we go to Villa and we get a draw, like they're good results at the end of the day. Because like, any point away from home in the Premier League is a good point. Like, as long as, as, long as you'll get slapped away, you'll be fine, especially down our um, place. Um, and yeah, like I just feel like as long as we beat the teams that we should be beating which at the moment we are, then yeah, we'll be fine. But I mean, after the Aston Villa game, we've got a tough run of games. Like we've got Chelsea away, we've got Leicester at home, we've got Man U away, and we've got Arsenal at home. Like that's a tough run of fixtures. And you've got a cup game in between that as well. Well, yeah, that'll be a pissing t- tough game. I mean, <laughs> the, we never get past the first round at Cups, so I wouldn't be surprised to see us get knocked out. I'll say it like that. 
But yeah, I mean, we got Ancelotti's Everton on Boxing Day. And I mean, obviously all eyes will be on Everton to see how Ancelotti does in his first game. Um, and I mean, I'm, obviously I'm not expecting us to come away with anything. But I mean, it'll be interesting to see what, what you know, the likes, what we can do. Because at the end of the day, last season, we got slapped. We got absolutely slapped twice by Everton. Like, one of them was 5-1, like, at home. And that's just not acceptable. Um, but, I mean, this season, we beat Everton at home already. So, I mean, it'll be interesting to see how we do away from home against them. Especially against Ancelotti as well. Yeah. I mean, he can't really put a stamp on it quite yet. No, no. And it'd be interesting to see how he treats Moise Keane. Mm. Yeah. Because I think he deserves a start, and I think Ferguson done him dirty last week. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, I mean, if you look at um, Ancelotti's sides like, and how he sets them up, he usually sets his sides up in, like, a, um, a sort of 4-4-2. Um, so, I mean, you could see Richarlison and Keane up front, or Keane and Calvert-Lewin. Like, there's a number of possibilities that he could play up front, Ancelotti. So, it'll be interesting to see what he does. Mm-hmm. And I saw a lot of um, tweets um, around Burnley being anti-football. Oh, we get that every week. Every time we beat someone, we always get the big <clears throat> salty fans coming out of the waterworks. I mean, 23 fouls. I mean, fuck me. Uh, well, it was, it was a physical game, wasn't it? I mean, don't there get me wrong. We don't, we, don't usually, we don't usually commit that many fouls. Like, um, but I mean, you look at Bournemouth. Like, they committed 15. Like, so it's not exactly like they were pretty innocent. Like, and I mean... You you look at some like Bournemouth fans, like you'd think they were playing like Barcelona the way they were going on about us, but they had zero shots on target. Like it was one game. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And it still wasn't last on match of the day. Like <laughs> that's how bad the Everton Arsenal game was. But yeah, like I mean we get that every single time we beat someone. Like we get oh anti football, go back to rugby. Like I hate Sean Dyche. Like, I mean, we've got the um, Burnley cry ass bingo card of Burnley fans. So every time we beat someone, um, you always got to have a look and see. Look at your, eyes down at your bingo card. See um, what eventually comes up. Because I mean, I'll send you it here. Literally every single time we <laughs> beat someone, so at least. Eight or nine of those come up, at least. Uh, and the the most prevalent one is that the in between us movie clip where Will says Burnley can fuck off. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we always get sour grapes, you know. I mean, it's really weird. I can see it happening to Chef U eventually. Like, because when we first came up, we didn't have any of this. Um, but it's only in these last couple of seasons, like, we're getting this. So, Wilder's flavour at month, but I mean, Next couple of years, we chef you, they'll be getting all this. Like, Brexit club. Um, and yeah, like... But, I mean, I love it. I love being a shit house. 
It's great. Any mention of Brexit? <laughs> yeah, you get your typical oh Brexit burn, like you know, because in last general election, not this one just gone, but um, in twenty fifteen, uh, there was only one constituency what voted in UKIP, and that was Burnley. Oh, okay. Aye. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, I mean, not really that much to say about game. I mean, I will say, actually, uh, before we move on, like, Charlie Taylor still hasn't conceded a goal whilst he's been on the pitch. Like, he's been on pitch 380-summit minutes, and he hasn't conceded while he's been playing. Jeez. Yeah. And... Um, also, Jeff Hendrick picked up a yellow, which means he's going to be suspended for the Everton game. But Johan Berg-Goodmanson's played 90 minutes for the under-23s, so you'd think it'd just be a straight swap. And, I mean, Goodmanson is class. He's, ge- he's genuinely class. Like I'm surprised a bigger club like an Everton hasn't picked him up. Because, um, technically, he's such a good winger. I mean, obviously, I'm not, I'm not expecting you to be, have many thoughts on Goodmanson, but... Yeah, he's a Burnley fan. He's class. Yeah, but if I was looking down there, sort of 10th and below, you'd probably pick up that Trossard or a Zaha. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. Um, There's more... There's bigger names and there's probably better names that you could pick up. But, I mean, I I just want to point out that he's an absolute baller. He's Goodmanson. Um, but yeah, I mean, apart from that, I've got nothing else to add on. I mean, have you? Um, no, not really. Uh, um, Is there a 1-0 game we're going to? Well, there's two. Um, we'll go to, uh, we've got a Newcastle game. Almiron, fine, like we mentioned earlier on, finally getting that goal. Um, his his first ever, um, goal for Newcastle. I mean... It was a long time coming, wasn't it? And I mean, in a game where I don't really think either side deserved to win, to be honest with you. Really? Uh, well, actually, no. Probably Palace probably deserved to nick it, maybe. Yeah. I feel like they they probably were they definitely were unlucky not to get anything. Um, but at the end of the day, it comes down to the quality of finishing, and they just didn't have it. Did Palace? Well, Pravko was hard to beat. I think he's probably he's very underrated keeper. Yeah, no, I do rate him. Um, I mean, I'd put him on the same level as you know, like your Fabianskis, your Nick Popes, your people like that. Um, but I mean, yeah, like when you've got like Benteke and Ayu up front, like I mean, you're not going to have that fin- quality finishing. I mean, sixteen shots, but only four on target. Like you've got to be doing better than that. And. I mean, like, Guaita's only conceded as many as um, Edison. Yeah, I mean, um, he, he's, he's a decent keeper, um, is Guaita. I mean, don't get me wrong, I feel like for Man City, there's definitely better options that they could be looking at, like, outside the top six. But you think about your likes of your Fabianskis, you know, your likes of Dubravkas, would they really want to be going and sitting on a bench when they can be playing regular football. Um, whereas Guaita, yeah, obviously he's still playing regular football, but I mean, he's not exactly at that level, so he probably couldn't make a step up. Um, 
and start. Hmm. I mean, uh, Michelle Vaughan left Swansea to go to Spurs and sit on their bench. Mm. Yeah, but I mean, if you think about it, could he have gone anywhere around about that level and started? Not really, so... Um, not really anything to talk about. Just yeah, no, I mean, Palace were wasteful. Newcastle made the most of their chance when it came to them. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's, it's been a bit of a shit week, hasn't it? Yeah, it does get it does get better. Um, after the three o'clock games. Yeah, yeah, it does. Um, I mean. We've got Brighton and Sheffield to go through as well. I mean, not not really to talk about. I mean, pretty shit game. Sheffield managed to convert the chances. Brighton didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Sheffield United were, had less of the ball as well. Mm. Yeah. But McBurney got the goal. Well, I feel like... Sheffield United put in 22 tackles. Yeah, I know. How many fouls did they commit? Why can I not see... Oh, 11. Mm. Yeah. I mean, they are like a phys... I, I don't want to say they're a physical side, Sheffield, because they're not a physical side in the same way that we're a physical side. Because um, they probably play football a little bit better than us. Because, I mean, you look at those... Well, they diag- do, they Yeah, exactly. No, but, I mean, they play... A better style of well, a better, I say with quotation marks, style of football than us. Because um, I mean, if you look at like the way they play, most of the play comes through those diagonal balls mm-hmm. um, that they play, like switching from wing to wing. Um, and I mean, we've mentioned about the centre backs, like they've stopped um, doing the underlaps, like they did in the Championship, which is a good thing because they'd be really exposed. Um, but I feel like in games against like a Brighton, they probably could afford to push the centre backs a little bit higher. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Mm. I mean, if Sheffield United end up getting Europa League next season somehow, uh, I think that will really screw them over because they have got a really small squad. Yeah, that's what I mean. I mean, it only takes a couple of injuries at the end of the day. I mean, to be honest with you. I can't see them keeping up the pace. Because, I mean, they've gotten really lucky with injuries um, as Sheffield. They've not really had anyone being out for a significant amount of time. Um, but, I mean, when you've got a squad that size, newly promoted from the Championship, it only takes one or two injuries. And then you're really starting to fall off. Um, but they've got um, really good defence. Yeah, they do. Um, but, I mean... I'm just on about the squad as a whole, um, mm. not just like the defence. Because, like, say, like, I don't know, O'Connell gets injured or John Egan gets injured. Like, you can put Jagielka in and then you're fucked. Like, you don't have another, another decent centre half. Um, like, you think if, like, McBurney gets injured, right, you can put in Billy Sharp or Elise Moussa. But then you folks like that they, they, they don't have the biggest of squads to chef you. Um like and I feel like they'll do really well to keep up the pace if they can. But like I feel like Europa League would be a step too far. It'd sort of be similar to when we got to Europa League, it'd just be a step too far for them. 
Mm-hmm. I think they need to sign a bunch of fringe players next month. Don't don't mm. mess around with that first eleven because that's obviously. Oh no! Obviously, it's working. Yeah, working yeah. wonders. <clears throat> Just uh, prepare for the worst, basically, if an injury happens. Yeah, basically. Do you think but, Chris Wilder will be snapped up by a big team? I don't think so. They don't like English managers, the most big clubs. I mean, obvious, I mean, Lampard obviously got the job at Chelsea, but Lampard would have got the job whether he was English or Brazilian, like because he was a club legend. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, they don't like the Daishas, your Howls, your Wilders. Like, they, they, they just don't like English managers at the end of the day. Um, I feel like they sort of have the same stigma of being lumped in with, you know, your Allardyces, your Pardews. Pardew, by the way, hasn't he taken a job in Holland? Or am I just making that up? That does ring a bell. I seem to remember he took a job at some sort of, like, um, Dutch club. We're, we're really diverting here, but I'm... I'm yeah, I did Den Haag, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I thought he had it. I thought... I seem to remember that he was doing a McLaren. Um, I wonder if he'll put on a four Dutch accent. Um, <laughs> yeah. But McLaren did really well with SE20. He won the league. Yeah, I know. Like, um, he just did shit whenever he came to England. Um, yeah, he's really he's got a big task ahead with Ardo Ten Hag. They're, oh. they're in the bottom uh, three. But if you finish 16th there, you have to do like a playoff. All right, yeah. Which is what they do in Germany as well. Mm, yeah. I think they do it in most European countries, apart from here. Uh, no, I think it's just Germany, Austria. I seem to think they do it in France. Uh, yeah, yeah, they do, yeah. Yeah. So it would be Amiens versus... Let's have a look. Oh, yeah, they do a playoff, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I mean, we've diverted his attention from the thrilling Brighton Sheffield game. Um, we move on to late kickoff because that was a pretty fun game. Yes, yeah, yeah. I mean, Man City Leicester. Obviously, Man City managed to um, get the win. I mean, Leicester. They just. I was really looking forward to this game, but Leicester just looked a little bit off the pace, didn't they? Hmm. Yeah, Man City really. Um, I don't. I don't know why they. Man City weird season. They'll they'll lose to Man United or Norwich, and then they'll batter a Leicester who are doing uh, amazing this season. Yeah, well, I feel like they know it's sink or swim now for Man City. But... Uh, I think it's um because Liverpool are ten points ahead with the game in hand. Yeah, I mean it. Pro- it probably is, but I mean, that they have to start winning it there. Like I mean, don't get me wrong, I can't see Liverpool bottling it now. Like, but they haven't lost the game. That's what I mean. Yeah, like in the league, I can I can easily see him going invincible. To be honest with you, um, but yeah, like. Mm. You've got Leicester and Wolves next. Mm. Well, I mean, they've already beaten Leicester, haven't they? Uh, I can't remember when they played Wolves. Um, what happened there? Uh, 
but I remember him beating Leicester. Well, they must that have beat him. They must have beat him because fucking hell, man. No, they've only drawn him. one. Oh, they've not played him yet. No. Uh, but Wolves beat him last season. Oh yeah, I, they did, didn't they? Because that was their only loss, wasn't it? No, it wasn't. They beat him in the cup. That was it. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, Liverpool, they lost. They lost to City, I think. I think that was their only loss. Really? I think so, yeah. Uh, yeah, they had one loss. Jeez. Too many draws. Uh, I mean, the next one of games for Liverpool are Leicester, Wolves, Sheffield United, Everton, Liverpool, Liverpool. Sorry, Spurs, right. Man United, and then Wolves again. Mm. Yeah, I mean... Game against Norwich, and they got Atletico in the Champions League. Yeah, I mean, they're all tricky games. Um, but to be honest, I just can't see Liverpool slipping up at this point. Like, even after that tough run of games? Even after that, like, I'd, I'd, I just don't think... I think they're unstoppable, I'll be honest with you. Like... I mean, don't get me wrong, they don't look like an absolute juggernaut. Like, there are times when you think, mm, maybe they could be slipping up here. Like, the Chef U game, for example. Like, they only just won that because of a mistake from Henderson. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I just can't see them slipping up at this point, to be honest with you. Uh... Mm, yeah, you don't like Liverpool, do you? No. Uh Brother, it went to say to be honest. Aye. Uh, I'm not really that arsed, to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Leicester just looked a little bit off the pace, didn't they? Yeah. Uh, I mean, Schmeichel had to put a shift in. Mm. He made nine saves. Yeah. And I mean, he made one. Yeah, I mean, that just shows the difference. I mean, at the end of the day, got to remember, I mean, yeah, Leicester have spent money. They've spent a lot of money. But they've not spent anywhere near the level of Man City squad. Like, No. The difference is Leicester have made their money back. Uh, Those of Mares, Kante, Drinkwater, Wire. Yeah, yeah. Whereas City don't... If they if they, they make get... their money back from drilling holes into the ground. Yeah. Aye. <laughs> uh, um, I mean, they look really good even without Aguero. Yeah, well, I mean, Jesus is a really good player, isn't he? Like... Yeah, I mean, he's a good backup. You wouldn't start him because... Well, you wouldn't start him over Aguero. No. But, like... They need to buy something for the future. Yeah, but, I mean... For example, though, if you send him to Chelsea, like, he'd probably start there. Like, or if you sent him to Man United, he'd start there. Like, or if you sent him, like, I don't know. Like, obviously, he wouldn't get ahead of, like, Aguero or Kane or whoever. Um... Or, like, Firmino or whatever. But he is a top-quality striker. Like, Yeah. 
I mean, for the lack of time that he gets, he does definitely find the net. Yeah, he makes the most of it. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, we've got we've got to remember the kid's oh. only what, like, 21, 22? like twenty two. Like twenty two. Yeah, twenty two. Yeah. So I mean. He'll be at the top of his game for the next 10 years or whatever. Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he won't, he won't be able to break out until Aguero um, is face at the team. No. But, I mean, like, didn't he say he's going back to Argentina when his contract ends, Aguero? I don't remember saying that. No. Uh, uh, I, I seem to remember him saying that. Was that what he said? Uh, yeah. Because his contract expires at the end of next season, right? And he'll be, he'll be thirty-three then. Yeah. Um. Um. Yeah, I guess that's what Tevez did. Yeah. Tevez sort of uh, spent a big amount of time within Europe, and then went to Boca, didn't he? Yeah. Aye. Uh, so yeah, I think it's just a case of waiting for his chance. His Jesus. I mean, even then, could you put Sterling up top? Um, you could, but I feel like he's probably best served out wide, Sterling. Yeah, because he's not. He does lack physical presence. Yeah, and he's not exactly the best finisher either. Sterling, he's got nine goals. Uh, well. Yeah, he does, but then you look at like some of the chances what he has, like what he should be burying, and he just doesn't. Like I always remember when we played Man City, um, right after the Euros, um, with um, Sterling, and like it, it was literally like half a yard away from goal, and he put it wide. Like I've no idea how he did it, but. Like, he should be finishing those sorts of shots, and he just doesn't. Yeah. I mean, he'd be scrutinised more if he was a striker, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Mara's got a goal against his former club. Yeah. Like, I'd, he's, a, he's such a good player, is Mara's. Like, I mean... Oh, it's it's just such a shame because we've got such good attacking talent, like on on those flanks to um to City. They've got four world class wingers, like and it looks like Sane is going to be off to Bayern Munich at some point. Um, but yeah, they've just got loads of talent. It's just a shame that Mares can't get more game time because I mean he was phenomenal in that title winning season. Um. And he's been phenomenal at City as well. Yeah. I mean, I guess when you have got four world-class wingers, you've got to try and keep most of them happy. I mean, I know Sane, I, I think he's just purposely not playing. So, Well, he's injured though, isn't he? He got, he got injured for like eight months in pre-season or something. Oh, okay. I, I didn't remember that. I thought he just didn't want to pay. Well, then how's he going to get to Bayern? Uh, well, I mean, uh, next season, I mean. Well, obviously not now. But... Oh, I didn't know he was injured. Oh, okay. Mm. Well, it says he played 12 minutes against Liverpool, so I assume he must have got injured then. 
Yeah, it. I remember it was before the um, season actually started. So it must have been at Community Shield then. Yeah, 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 it was. Yeah. Which Man City won on penalties. Yeah. I mean, I, d- I just don't know. In order for Man City to catch up, Liverpool have to drop points, which, as we've mentioned, isn't going to happen. No, well, even if they do, I don't think they're going to drop 11 points. Like No. But Man City look more champion material, in my opinion. Yeah. They're more fun to watch. Um, They've got 50 goals. Well, yeah, but I mean, at the end of the day, being a champion's about grinding out results. And that's what Liverpool are doing at the end of the day. Like, they're turning those draws into wins. And that that's what you've got to do to be able to win a league. Like, yeah, but they're not, they're not beating anyone comfortably, are they? Yeah, but at the end of the day, you don't get a fucking trophy for playing good football. Like, you get a trophy for winning games. The last game of the season with um, Ancelotti two years ago, we won 8-0. Liverpool aren't doing that. So? The, the top of the league by 10 points. Like, Yeah, but they're just boring. Award. I mean, they struggle against bloody Monterey and Flamengo. <laughs> yeah, but they won, so it doesn't matter. You don't get trophies for playing good football. You get well, trophies if that for had, winning. If that game I, think, I think you're forgetting the fact it been that... Nil-nil. Yeah, but I think you're forgetting the fact that when Chelsea won the pissing Champions League, they were one of the most boring teams to watch in the whole of Europe. Like it, and, well, But I'm sure you weren't complaining then about the style of football that Chelsea were playing because no, you were winning the Champions League. Like, it doesn't matter about... Yeah, Torres the, got a goal in the last minute. But he rounded the keeper. Yeah, but... The, that's don't make good football because he rounded the keeper. Like... Yeah, that was counter-attacking football. Ashley Cole clears a free kick. Did you sitting back? Long ball. Oh, yeah. But... After sitting back. But Barca, what else are you going to do? Exactly. Yeah, but they're not playing Barca, they're playing Flamengo. It, honestly, right? I, I, I don't... I just hate... I hate the fucking snobbery from football fans. Flamengo, a Brazilian team. Yeah, but they won, so it doesn't matter. I don't, I don't think they care, not going to lie. But I'm looking at that team. It, there's Felipe Luigi, who didn't even get in the Chelsea side. There's Mari, who wasn't even good enough to get through the bloody Man City Academy. There's Gabriel, who I don't even know what the hell's going on with him at Inter. And then a bunch of nobodies. Oh, yeah, Jerson, he was crap at Roma. <sighs> they struggled. But they won. Yeah, they won in extra time. And that's what you got to do to be a champion, is win games. But you don't get extra time in the Premier League. Well, yeah, but they've won every single game apart from winning the Premier League. I reckon we'll beat them. Do, do you actually? Yeah, I reckon, after that Spurs performance, I'm confident we can beat them. You're confident that you'll beat them? Yes, watch us beat them. And before Salah fucking scores from out of nowhere again. Yeah, you, yeah, no, you're not beating them. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not being funny. We've got them on the second, second before last game. So if they've won the league by then, we should beat them because they'll probably rotate. Uh, 
Maybe. reasoning. So, yeah. I mean, even in this tough run of games, which I've mentioned, they have to drop points somewhere. They have to. Well, they've already dropped points, but I mean, I can easily see them going unbeaten. Easy. But that Arsenal team was... That was the team... That that whole team could have gotten the team of the season. That's not happening for them this season for Liverpool. I mean, Van well, Dijk yeah. isn't as good as he was last season. Yeah, but they're still winning games. I, I don't know what you want me to say. Like, they're winning games. I don't see your argument here. I don't like Liverpool, so... <laughs> I'm just going to fucking bollocks my way to City being top somehow. Yeah, I mean, if there was an entertaining football... Like, they're not. They're struggling yeah. with Sheffield United, which they only won because Henderson. No, it was like a bunch of pinball and blocks, and then Henderson messed up. That should have been nil nil. So they should have been. I don't know. Yeah, but it wasn't they, at the end of the day. Very, they got very lucky in a lot of games. But you need a bit of luck to be champions. Like, look at Man City last season. They got lucky. If it weren't for that. Company screen. They lost four goals. They lost four games. Liverpool only lost one game. Yes, but you said that they're lucky. That doesn't equate. Man City got lucky. How did Man City get lucky? They lost more than Liverpool. Yeah, they got lucky because it fucking like if that ball didn't cross the line against Burnley, if it was only a couple of fucking millimeters to the left, they wouldn't have won the league. If company didn't become fucking Sergio Aguero and Yeah, but it was a fluke, wasn't it? Oh yeah. Exactly. Even Aguero buddy face pound, but he need a bit of magic. That's not luck. He just thought, oh I'll give a go and it worked. That's not luck. Luck luck to me says like the Sheffield United game, there was a bunch of bloody pinball and then Henderson happened to fuck up. Not a centre-back hitting it from 25 yards. Well, no, because he just, he just dished it up, didn't he? Yeah, he did, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, but that's not luck, because he intended to score, at least. Well, yeah, but Henderson intended to save it, and he didn't. Wijnaldum intended to score, and he did. Yeah, after a bunch of deflections. What, one deflection? Off Henderson? I don't like it. <clears throat> right, well, I mean... At the end of the day, Liverpool are winning the league, whether you like it or not, so... Yeah, I know, but... I mean... I'm looking at these results... And... I mean, the struggle against by Salzburg. Salzburg is sick, man. They've got Haaland. Yeah, but they're playing the bloody Austrian league. Still, still sick. Yeah, well, I know that, but... It's... It's... Like... We took the piss out of Man United for losing to Astana. No one was taking the piss out of them conceding three, as good as Haaland and Minamino are. Yeah, because they're really good players. I mean, and it's not like fucking the Austrian league's full of chumps. Like, the fucking, there's a difference between the Austrian league, which is probably in, in and around the top ten in Europe, and the Kazakhstani league, which no one even knew existed before this season. Um, you think you think Austria top ten? Well, I mean, you've got your top five, 
Mm-hmm. You've got Holland. You've got Portugal. Turkey. Netherlands. Greece. Yeah, I've said, I've said Netherlands. You've got oh, Turkey, okay. Russia. And then what? Yeah. Greece. Nah, not for me. Not Greece. What? What do you mean, not Greece? Ukraine? Because they got uh, Shakhtar and Dynamo. Uh, maybe. Yeah. But, I mean, they're in, and ar- they're in and around there, is what I'm saying. Whereas yeah. Kazakhstan, are they even top 50? Like, <laughs> Are you aware of how many countries there are in Europe? No, but you get my you get my point though. You get my point. <laughs> I, I I was always history over geography anyway. Like, I want to see a Gibraltar team in there. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could do if this new Euro Cup two or whatever they're going to call what it happens. Europa League I mean, two. Essentially, te- the eighth, ninth, and tenth teams again. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> is that I, what I don't is? know what's going to happen. Like, is that what it is? I, I don't know. I think oh I might have heard what they were going to do was they were going to take seventh um, and instead of giving seventh and sixth or yeah. all the winners of the Cups and instead of giving them Europa League to give them Europa League too. That's the, is that the official name? Well, it's it's a it's not a confirmed name. Right. Because right. it'd be a bit of a shit name. Europa League 2. Right? <laughs> Europa League 2, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> um, right, uh, I think said all that needs to be said about the Man City game. we move on to Watford Man United game. Yeah, let's, let's yeah, laugh. Take us through that again. Yeah. Uh, 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 Man United dominated. Absolute crap. I mean, I saw a tweet on, uh, on obviously Twitter, but uh, there's a guy who was highlighting the two. 26 minutes of Pogba, and all it was was him passing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. 90 million for that, and you can't even score against the lowest scorers in the English system. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like, because Watford looked dead and buried, didn't they? Like, <sighs> yeah. Is Melissar and Dini getting the goals? Yeah, Dini managing to convert that penalty. Was that a penalty for you, do you think? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, Foster in net as well. He had a really good game. Like, yeah, I he's think really he a lot about him. Yeah, I mean, he's really starting to establish himself as a top-quality keeper. Yeah. I mean, despite being bottom, they've conceded... Um, 32 goals, which is much less than Norwich. Better mm-hmm. on Saints. Yeah. Goals, it's, that's the reason they're down. I was about to say, the problem with Norwich is that they can't score. They've only scored 11 goals all season. Right? And I think they should have beaten Arsenal. Just the mm. core There's a lot of mis-kicking in the, in the box. I don't know yeah. who's teaching them who to, how to score because they're not hitting the ball right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, you go down to your, your Sunday league club, like you'd see probably better finishing than what's in that Norwich camp. Because yeah, they can actually hit the ball. Exactly, yeah. I mean, like, I mean Man, Man U, like, yeah. they've just established themselves as such a funny side. Because you look at them, right? They go and beat Man City, mm. like one of the best clubs in Europe. Like... They go and like beat Spurs, like 
Jose's was that Jose's first loss? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. They they can beat likes of Chelsea. They can get draws. The only draw of the season against Liverpool, but then they'll lose against Watford. They'll lose against Bournemouth. Like they're just such like. They can there's beat the big teams, but they can't beat the small teams. Like they just can't break them down. Yeah, there's a lot of naivety. Yeah, they they're approaching these smaller games with with like, oh, we're Man United, we're the big boys, so we're just gonna we're just gonna mess about with them. And then well, I, don't, can... I don't think it's that. I just think it's because they can't break down a low block. Like they don't know how to do it. Because with the teams like Man City when they've got like James, Rashford and Martial, they can hit teams like that on the break with the pace. Um, but against like a Watford, they can't do that because of the low block that Watford have. So I just feel like they can't break them down. Yeah. I mean, speaking of Foster, his opposite number was absolutely woeful. Yeah. I mean, don't he have like the most errors leading to goal to head this season? Yeah. I'd, I'd probably believe that, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, the days of him being best keeper in the Prem are long gone. Yeah, he's only twenty nine. That's just crazy. Yeah, I mean, we saw a similar sort of collapse to like Manuel Neuer, but Neuer's like what thirty four, so like he's coming towards the end of his career. Yeah, and he could see us. Yeah, yeah, but the Hayes sort of collapsing earlier than he definitely should do. Because, I mean, as keepers, he could go on for another 10 years, like, really. Um, but, I mean, yeah, he's just collapsing early. I mean, do they go out and look for a new keeper? I mean, they did so much to keep him. Mm, exactly, he, yeah. He's probably the reason that they are dropping a lot of points. Well, I mean, if you think about it, how much that Man United could get for De Gea in this current market? It's hard to put a price on him. Um because of the inconsistency. Exactly, yeah. I mean, you'd think maybe if they sold him around about 40 to 50 million. But what? that can't... But that I had 90 in my head. You had 90 in your head? Yeah. So you think he'd cost more than uh, Allison? cost more than Edison, cost yeah, Remember, than... Kepa cost 72 million. Yeah, but I mean, like... Just recent big buy for a keeper. Yeah, yes, yes. But that was on deadline day. I think that was just a panic buy from Chelsea, to be honest with you, was it because they spent that much. You could have got Kepa for probably around about 60 if you wanted to. If you went in earlier in the window for him. I don't know. Just, he's, I think because he's decorated and has that moniker of best keeper at one point, I think that's why... I'd put him at ninety. I, I I don't think you could get ninety for him. I think what? I think the most you could. Market. I think the most you could get for him is like a similar price to what Kepper went for about seventy million. I don't think you could get ninety for him. Yeah, but he's on a big contract. Because, like I said, Man United did so much to keep him. I bet he's got a big release clause. Yeah, I mean, I I, I don't know, but but I mean. There's clearly a, uh, a, uh, I don't know, it's not a managerial issue, it's the owners and the players. Because these owners are giving the managers this insane amount of money, and 
the ma and the managers are instructing these scouts to go out and buy these players that they think are going to be so good, like a Lindelof or a Fred. Yeah. They think, oh, these are good young lads. And they're coming from these leagues where they are going to be big fish in small ponds. And, of course, they're going to do crap. I mean, the only player who's probably stepped up and been their best signing is probably Daniel James, and he came from the Championship. Exactly, yeah. But, I mean, the Championship, it's sort of in a similar vein to those teams, what you mentioned, like the Turkish Leagues or the Portuguese Leagues or whatever, in that you don't I mean, know if they are just big fishes. He played a Watford every week in the Championship, didn't he? Well, he'll play the team like Watford, yeah. Yeah. And then Lingard is going to be turning... Oh, he's just turned 27. Yeah. And then we're on this potential thing. Yeah. It's, it's not happening. Exactly, yeah. And, I mean, you look at players like Mata. Like, Mata was class for Chelsea. Like, he was world-class at one point. Like, he was probably on the same level as, like, some of the best, like, playmakers in the world. Um, mm. And he's just gone to Man United. It's never quite worked out for him. Yeah, I'm, I don't know what happened there. I mean, same with Matic as well. I just... Yeah. I don't know what is happening with Manchester United. I mean, um, I did this... I, I, did, I did a tweet, um, the 10-year challenge, right? So, around this time in 2010, Man United beat Arsenal 1-0 and they were first. Mm. Yesterday, they end off the decade losing 2-0 to Watford and they're 8th. Yeah. 8th, um, yeah. yeah. That mean, is, that's quite a fall. It shows. I mean, I don't think it's as bad as AC Milan's 10-year challenge, what I've seen. Like, <laughs> but yeah, it is pretty bad, that. Like, because it was that season ten years ago, was it that they beat Arsenal eight two? Or it was around about ten years ago. Like, yeah, and it's not like they had a good squad. Exactly, yeah. It'd be somewhat equivalent to the one they've got now. Yeah, but the difference was Ferguson could get the best out of his players, and oh yeah, and the sum of the parts was more than the individual players. Yeah, I mean Darren Fletcher looked pretty good. Exactly, yeah. Like he made Tom Cleverly look like a <laughs> up and coming, like future Paul Scholes. Like, yeah, probably because he just chucked a boot at them when they were doing shit. Probably, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can't see Ole giving him air dryer now, can you? No, I think it's because of the. I think it's because of the society we're in now. If that story broke out now. There'd be at there'd be a backlash. Probably, yeah. Uh, Whereas back then it was probably, I wouldn't say encouraged, but it's probably like the norm. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know if you saw um in that like Russian Sunday League, um about a month ago or something where it came out where manager goes around and just slaps every one of his players. I think that's something that. Um, oh, what's his name? The uh, Ferguson would have done the oh, what's his name? Duncan Ferguson would do yeah. ten years ago at Everton. I think that's something he would have done. Aye, uh, yeah. But obviously, you can't do that these days. 
No, I, I rated that. I rate that. I, I bet they didn't go on to lose that game. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I mean, I remember uh, Phil Parkinson. He did a team talk with Hull out on the ground in front of. Yeah, everyone. I mean, you need that... to you need to do that. You need to somewhat like humiliate your players to re- mm. make them realise you're playing shit. Yeah. I mean, if you did that in front of Old Trafford, I mean that would. Probably send a statement. Exactly, Eighty thousand yeah. people looking on. Was you getting told off like a teacher back in like year four or something? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it will happen, but I mean, it would be a statement. Mhm. Yeah. I think I think there's a lot of yes men at United. I think that's what the issue is. Mm, yeah. I think a lot of their signings are to do with franchising like Pogba and Ibra although there was probably they were signed to get points there was obviously a lot of money made on their shirt sales yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean obviously them... Ibra it worked out though in the end didn't it yeah but they made they made a lot of money selling shirts yeah uh, right, should we get into uh, the... I was about to say, I'm sure you'll have a lot to say about the Spurs-Chelsea game, so take us through it. Uh, well, first and foremost, let's, let's, uh, let's address the uh, racial issue. Um... Mm. Well, I mean, I'd like to say, first off, that any views that we say on this podcast, they're not reflective of the views of the anti-football podcast as a whole, like, no matter what the hosts say, nah. Like, I mean, why the fuck did Sky Sky Sports come out and say that, really? Like, Neville Neville literally said, don't be racist. And they said, these are not the views of Sky Sports. No, don't don't take it like that. (laughs) And he said, don't you agree with me, mate? (laughs) Right, anyway. No. Um, I mean... I mean, what 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 can we say really apart from don't be racist? Like, yeah, but I don't understand it because Spurs have black players. Yeah, no. I just I just do not understand it. I mean, for a club that has Jewish history, you'd think they'd know about not to be racially insensitive. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Uh, and then they were lobbing. I, I don't know what they threw at Kepa. Was it coins? Uh, I, I think so. I know they lobbed some at him. Yeah, just I, I don't know why people think it's alright to lob stuff at people. Yeah. I feel like it's sort of creeping back. Is like the hooliganism of like the seventies and the eighties. I mean, obviously it's not as bad as back then, but I mean. It's sort of creeping back because the people who have been like that back then, they'll have had kids and their kids will have grown up like thinking that that's the right thing to do. Like, mm. I mean, there was an incident recently in a championship where a fan came on and punched a goalkeeper. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, it's happened recently. I mean, it happened like twice on the same day last season, didn't it? Someone yeah. punched Grealish and then someone punched Smalling. Like, I don't know why people think they can go to the grounds and it's free for all. Yeah. 
I guess because I don't know. Is it adrenaline taking over these people? I, I don't know. I don't. I, mean, I don't go to a football game every week, so I don't really know. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I watch from my sofa. So, I mean, the thing is, when you're at a ground, like, yeah, your blood does get pumping, but you still know that there's a limit at the end of the day. Like, you can still stop yourself. So, I mean. I, I, I don't know. Like, I mean, you should be able to stop at a certain point, like when you're out of ground. Like. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's times where I've watched Saints Chelsea and I've been in the Saints end, mm. and I'm, I'm not making an idiot of myself because I don't because yeah. there's so many cameras nowadays. You can be identified easily. Exactly. Yeah. I think they had to do three announcements at the tannoy. It was either two or three, I can't remember. Yeah. Um, do you think the players should walk off? Yeah. Yeah. You see, I'm, I'm not sure, because, like, at the end of the day, I mean, this is just my opinion. I mean, I'm not black, I'm as white as the come. So, I mean, obviously my opinion won't have as much weight as a black person's opinion. But if they walk off, don't the racists win? Because, like, then the black players have gone. So, like, don't the racists just win? Um, I think... I think both teams should walk off. I think you need to stop the entertainment. Yeah. We're not We're not going to play as for as long as you're chanting. Or until that person's removed, they're not going to play. Yeah. I, I don't know whether that sort of stance would be taken in the Premier League. Well, I mean, it's up to the players at the end of the day because the Premier League's not going to do anything about it. The FA's not going to do anything about it. It's up to the players to organise that if they are going to organise out. Because, I mean, don't get me wrong. In this country, it's not as bad as Syria. Like, but there is a racism problem in this country like, and it needs to be addressed. Yeah. I mean, it's not down to the fans to produce an answer. That's, that's the FA's job. And they are silent on it. Exactly, yeah. And I mean, by being silent, they're condoning it. Essentially, yeah. Then... I I really do not understand racism. No. Especially... Especially if you're going to be racist, why would you do it in front of thousands of people? Yeah, I mean... Not that it's right anyway, but no, like... no, but if you if you were to do it, you'd do it anonymously, wouldn't you? Yeah. Not in front of a thousand people where your face can be put on camera in front of millions. Exactly, yeah. I mean we had the same problem with um at Manchester Derby. Why like, it, it it's just I, I end of the day we all evolved from the same monkey, like I just I don't get it. Mm. It's a football game. I don't know why you got. To... Exactly. Yeah. Right. Getting I mean, into as as for actual game though, because I mean, obviously we don't condone racism. Like it's horrible. Like it should be punished. Should be banned for life. What more can we say? Like as mm-hmm. for the game though. Right. As for the game, this was. I mean, I know possession says it was balanced, but 
it was all Chelsea. Um, Willian opens up the scoring. Um, short corner. Uh, Aurier just jogs over. Just you know, I don't know. I don't know what he was thinking. Willian does a nice little step over and then curls into the back of the net. Um, who would you say is at fault for that? Um, I mean, like you meant, you've already mentioned Aurier. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like. I, I really don't rate him at all. Um, and I mean, like, he was probably mainly at fault for that goal, but I mean, we also got to get into account that it was a good goal. Like, yeah. yeah, great, yeah. Bit, great bit of skill from William getting inside and just curl it into the bottom corner. Um, but Aurier probably should be doing a bit more there. Mm-hmm. Um, then if uh, Harry Kane gets a chance, uh, skies it. Um... I think that was his only chance until very, very late on. Yeah. Uh, then Son is on the... He's running on to the far post. Um, again, skies it high and wide. Don't know how he managed that. Um, then... Um, I can't remember who... Lo- I think it's Kovacic who lobs the ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alonso goes and latches onto it. Uh, and then... Gazaniga does some sort of flying crossbody, thinking he's bloody Ricky Steamboat or something. <laughs> <laughs> and then the the ref initially gives it to Spurs. Yeah. I don't know what the hell he thought he saw. I think what I heard was that it was originally given for offside. I think. Okay. But it was overturned because it was like a, it wasn't offside, and obviously it was a clear penalty. So. Yeah. I mean, luckily VAR got to the bottom of the issue. Yeah. Willian converts it um, with ease. Chelsea going to the half 2-0 up. Um, then the second half begins. Eric Dyer comes off for uh, Christian Eriksen. Um, I think there should there were a few occasions where Spurs should have been booked for a few fouls, and so should we. Mm. But there was a lot of... I think that ref was a bit too lenient at times. Yeah. Do you think Gazaniga should have got a red? Um, <sighs> there was clearly no attempt for the ball. Yeah, no. Was he the last man? I can't remember if he was the last man. If he was the last man, then it probably should have been a red. Um, we can't go and cross body people. Yeah, no. Um, I think yellow is probably a safe. I I think he probably got a little bit lucky that he avoided a red. To be honest with you. Like, I mean, mind you, though, I mean, they did it in the game with 10 men did Spurs. So you said that Kepa, uh, sorry, um, Alonso was offside, that's why the ref initially gave it? I think so. Don't quote me on that, but I think okay. so. So we're going back, so going back to that, Hung when someone's offside, they gave a free kick and then checked for a penalty, which it wasn't. Yeah. Okay, so Hungman's son gets uh, fouled by, I believe it was Ruger, mm-hmm. and then he sort of does some weird, I don't know, he just he pushes his knee back and then jerks it into the chest of Ruger. Yeah. I, d- I don't know what the I, damage... I, I don't know what he was trying to do, to be honest with you. Well, that was a red. You can't... Oh, yeah, definitely. 
Definitely. Well, it was originally given as a yellow, wasn't it? But it was upgraded to a red by VAR. Good, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if this ref was um, new or not, because I know there's been quite a few refs making the debuts. Well, Anthony uh, Taylor, the past couple of weeks. Oh, was that Taylor? Never mind yeah. then. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, I know there has been quite a few referees who've been making the debuts, so I wondered if he were one of them, but no, obviously not. I, I don't know what the hell Son was thinking. No. He gets fouled. Just stay on the floor. That's what I mean, yeah. Uh, then they checked for a penalty. It wasn't a penalty. So they gave it a free kick. Uh, nothing came of it. Spurs started to look sort of threatening, but Chelsea were too good. Um, later on, William puts in a brilliant ball for Bashwai. Mm. Um, unfortunately, unable to finish it, and game finishes 2-0, but it was overshadowed by the racism. Mm, yeah. I mean, you always have a go at Willian, but he is a really good player on his day, is Willian. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm first to sing his praises when he's had a good game, and then yeah. that's to give him shit if he's had bad. Um, unfortunately, most of the time it's bad. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, like... I'd have taken that fifty million from Barcelona, but I mean he's not—he's not a bad player. Like I mean to say he's keeping like Callum Hudson Odoi out of that team, like that's saying something. Mhm. Yeah. Um. It was. Um. Wrong set again. Uh. Lampard makes it up. He did five at the back. Mm. He did sort of five-two-three, and that seemed to have worked. So. Yeah. Uh, no complaints there. Um, that's. I mean, next we've got Arsenal, so hopefully he does a five-two-three again because I think mm. I think that system really worked. Yeah. I will say though, Abraham's goals are starting to dry up a little bit. Like, he's not hitting the same form that he was earlier on in the season. Um, I mean, maybe. You got to think about maybe starting like Batshuayi or Giroud over him. Uh, I think Giroud especially would be a great fit for that Arsenal game just because of his physicality. Um, but yeah, like maybe. I think the way that we were playing, putting in crosses, then yeah, I think Giroud is definitely a better fit into the mm. system. Yeah. So I agree there. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Abraham should be your first choice, um, but I mean. For the system that you're playing, he's not exactly the best fit, is Abraham? No. Um, I mean, outside of William being man of the match, Mount and Kovacic put in really good games. Yeah. What's this um, hate for Mason Mount that I see off a lot of Chelsea accounts? Like, there's loads of them who, like, whenever Mount scores or whatever, they say, oh, that one don't count because Mount scored it or whatever. I see a load of that. What's up with that? Why do Chelsea fans hate Mount? I don't know. That is the first I'm hearing of it. Is it? Yeah. I've 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 seen it. Like it's really weird, honestly. Like I mean, I I don't get hating any of your players anyway. To be honest with you, like I mean, I know I give Eric Peters shit, but like I don't <laughs> hate him. Like no, I don't hate William or Alonso. I just think there are better options in those positions. Exactly. Yeah. You if you were at the game. You wouldn't piss in boo them, would you? Like, no. I, I don't I don't get people who boo them. If they score, I'm yeah. gonna celebrate. It, exactly. Yeah. Them to go for Chelsea. Yeah, exactly. 
Uh, Spurs just looked really toothless in this game, and we did brilliantly to keep Harry Kane out of it. Dele Alli was silenced. Mourinho was silenced. Um, Lampard is 2-0 against Mourinho. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean... Um, it's, it's a weird one with Mourinho, because I feel like he needs... He needs a window, I feel like, to really sort of stamp his authority into this Spurs team. Because he got them clicking originally, but I mean, you can tell really that it's not his sort of team. Um, and it'll be interesting to see what Spurs do in this January window. Yeah, where do you think they need to strengthen? Um, I think another winger could be useful, because if you look at Lucas and Son, the more... Um, Number nines, really, I'd say, than actual wingers. I feel like another yeah. winger would help out. And then maybe another central midfielder as well. Um, I feel like yeah. to really boss that midfield. And another right back as well, because Aurier's shy. <laughs> I mean, I feel like Walker-Peters for a while. I don't know why they've gone cold on him. Did he get injured? I seem to think he got injured. Oh, I'll take a look. Um, I, I might be chatting shit here, but I, I seem to remember that he got injured. Uh, he played 90 minutes against Bayern and then hasn't been in the squad since. All oh, right, well, maybe, maybe not then. Um, but if you're if you're not trusting this guy to play against Bayern, why can't he play against Chelsea? Exactly. Yeah. Just very strange. Yeah. Um, and Lascelles not playing as well, and that's really shocking me because. He's, he is a good player. He was really good last season, La Celso. Yeah, weren't they playing Ndombele and La Celso? I agree. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I thought Ericsson was pretty decent in the game. Yeah, but, I mean, it, I think it's pretty clear, though, that his heart's not at Spurs. Oh, like, no, no. We, 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 um, we talk about Zaha a lot, but, I mean, like, Ericsson's the same way. Like, mm. he, you can tell he wants to leave. Um, so Spurs are going to be without uh, Home and Sun for three games. Yeah. They've got Brighton, which they saw a 3-0 defeat to. Exactly, yeah. Brighton, Norwich and Southampton. So you'd think that they should be winning them. But like we said, they've already lost to Brighton 3-0. And I seem to remember they didn't beat Norwich. Um, have they even played Norwich? They might not have even played them. No, they haven't. I'm chatting shit. Never mind. No. Notch beat them in 2014, apparently. Right. Sure, there was Ro- uh, Snodgrass. Robert Snodgrass? That's a blast from the past. Where's he now? What's happening? Is it? Yeah. Uh, Jesus, they have beaten them a lot in their history, Norwich. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I guess that's that. Yeah. Um, right, well I mean, is there all else going on in the world of football or is that it? Um, Lazio beat Juve in the Super Cup last oh, night. Yeah. yeah, I mean that con- that final's been contested four times out of the last seven finals, but yeah. Still. Yeah. It's like our community shield, but for some reason they play it in the middle of the season. Alright. And then they play it in Saudi Arabia. Oh, God. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, it's depressing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Alright. Uh, um. Right. Yeah, is that else? Um. Oh, uh, Ace Milan lost five 0 Yeah, they lost to Atalanta. That's like the biggest def- defeat in like twenty five years or somewhere. Yeah. And aren't they in the relegation zone? No. Or the near the relegation zone. Anyway. Uh, they're seven points off. They're very, they're like very mid table. Oh, right. Well, I seem to remember they were down there at some point. Anyway. I just. Milan, strange. Mm. Yeah, I mean, well, you look at some players they've got. Like, they've got a really good young squad. But I mean, they're obviously just not clicking. Hmm. I think it's just too many different styles, and they're just trying to force it to work. Yeah. Aye. So yeah. Shall we end it? Yeah, right. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess that's it, really. I mean, have you got all to plug? Uh, Merry Christmas, everyone. Yeah. Bye. Um, from everyone at Anti Football Podcast, have a great Christmas. Everyone? Through two of us? Yeah, exactly. From both you, of us. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, it's whenever people say, like, oh, from all the Bournemouth fans, like, there's only two of them. Um, right. Well,. For everyone at the Anti Football Podcast, including Reggie, we wish you a Merry Christmas. Uh, I don't know if we'll get one out before the new year, but if we don't, have a good new year. Uh, you can follow the podcast at Anti Football Pod. And yeah, that's it. We'll see you next time.